Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with your senior leader, the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement, inviting you, my invitation to you, to this very holy, sacred prayer broadcast. I'm the founder of the Ignite Prophetic Network, ignitenow.org, contending with the false prophets and those who want to disrupt the glory of God to teach people how to walk in a prophetic lifestyle infused by the Holy Spirit's activated ministry in their lives. Today we're reading for Mornings with the Holy Spirit. I thought it apt to go back to that today. And today's devotion is titled, Meet Me in the Secret Place. Here's what I heard the Lord say. Will you meet me in the secret place? It's just under the shadow of his wings. There you will find your fortress, your strong tower, says God. It's a safe place where you are shielded from the warfare that tries to distract you from the beating of my heart. In the words that I speak to you, will you meet me in that dwelling place? Asked the Holy Spirit. I am waiting for you there to share wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Jesus. Just close your eyes and ask me to take you there now. And where I am, you will be. I am waiting, says the Spirit of grace. Today's scripture references Psalm 91, Psalm 90, verse 1, Psalm 61, Verse 3. And the prayer starter, you are my strong tower, O God. You are my fortress. You are my dwelling place. You are my protection from the enemy. Draw me into your presence. Draw me closer to your heart, and I will incline my ear to hear the words of life that will strengthen me. Father, we give you praise today. And we come to you today, God, with a heart of repentance for the many times that we've grieved your spirit. For the many times, even in a day, in conversation, in expectation, we come to you asking you, Lord, to give us clean hands and a pure heart. We praise you as the preeminent God. Jesus, you are preeminent. And we ask you to forgive us of all of our sins and cleanse us from the unrighteousness of the world. 
for giving heed to the ways of the world, for giving an ear to the spirit of the world, for tapping in to the ways of the world. God, would you help us choose to love you with our all, knowing that our all is not of the magnitude of your all. You love us with all of your mind, all of your heart, all of your strength. Everything about you exudes love toward us. And we repent, God, for not receiving, for rejecting your love. You've poured it out in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. And yet we don't know how to understand the depths, the ocean of your love that's available to us to enter into. That love that transforms us, that love that heals us, that love that changes us from the inside out. Lord, would you forgive us today for being resistant <laughs> to your spirit's ways? For wanting to do things our own way. When your word clearly tells us that your ways are higher than our ways. And your ways are the best ways. You want the best for us. Would you let us, would you help us to let you do what's best for us? Would you help us, Lord, to let you be God? Would you help us, Lord, to, to submit to you, to lean into you? Would you help us, Lord, to do what doesn't come naturally to our flesh? Would you help us, Lord, to, to choose by force of our will? To allow you, to allow your Holy Spirit to escort us to the cross and nail us up on it so that we can die, so that we can live again. Would you help us, Lord, today to be willing, to be willing, to be willing? Your word says it. It's your good pleasure to work your will in us. God, would you work your will in us? Whatever it is, whatever it looks like, we know in part, we prophesy in part, we don't know what we don't know, oh God, but would you make us willing to be willing? Would you work your goodwill in us and through us? Would you make us willing to be willing? Escort us, Holy Spirit, to the cross. Let there be a funeral procession today of the saints who are hungry for more of God, who are willing to lay their lives down for the cross of Christ and even willing to be nailed to it, to pick up the cross and follow him. Let there be a funeral procession today to a mass graveyard as thousands of us across the world say, yes, God, we are willing, we are willing to die with Christ so that Christ may live in us so that it's no longer Jennifer so that it's no longer whoever whatever so it's no longer you but it's him Christ in us the hope of glory shining through us illuminating our spirits would you help us Lord today to decrease that you might increase for real to stop talking about it to stop giving a holy nod to it to stop uh, offering our mental assent to and saying yes 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 but to really do it would you help? Because that is the only way to the secret place. The secret place, you must enter through a veil of surrender. That is the only way to get there. You cannot get into the secret place through any other mechanism, avenue, than surrender. Complete and total abandonment. That is what it takes. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide in the shadow of your wings God would you help us to make the secret place our address not a place that we merely visit by happenstance we don't even know how we got there it just happened in your grace in your glory you drew us in would you help us Lord to make that secret place our address a place where we abide a place where we stay a place where we dwell a place where we live a place where we eat a place where we sleep a place from which we prophesy no more shallow prophecy but words from your heart that were heard in the secret place, the place where very few actually go because they don't want to. Would you help us, Lord, to turn away, completely away from the ways of the world and to study, to be a student 
of God. Like David, who gazed upon your beauty day after day after day after day, writing psalms, intimate love stories. Oh, Jesus, would you help us to enter into that place, into your love story, that place of intimacy that few choose to go because they're satisfied for a goosebump. Or a little tickle on the ear. God, we don't want you to tickle our ears. We want the truth and we can handle the truth. It is the truth that sets us free. It is not a sugar-coated gospel that sets us free. It is your unadulterated truth that sets us free. It is your truth that leads us and guides us. Your spirit of liberty that brings us freedom. You are the truth. You are the way. You are the life. God, would you help us to see you the way that you are? God, we choose you today. We love you because you first loved us. We choose you because you first chose us. You (laughs) draw us to you, God. Draw us into your presence, God. Draw us to you. Draw us to you. We can't even come to you unless you quicken our spirits. David said, quicken my spirit and I will turn to you. Jesus, would you help us? You are our only good. You infuse our will with hope and love. Jesus, Jesus, would you help us get this all straightened out? Because the times in which we live, there's no more room for the strife. There's no more room for the contentions. There's no more room for that murdering spirit, the jealousy. There's no more room. Help us to make more room for you, God. Help us, Lord, that, that your presence would just squeeze out everything in our lives that doesn't belong there. Help us, Lord, to truly give you the preeminence. That is the position that you deserve in our life. First place, exalted, high and lifted up. Our commander, our ruler, our master, our Lord, our savior. You deserve the preeminence. Help us, Lord, to be those who follow you into that secret place because only you can lead us there. Only the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Only by leadership of the Holy Spirit. Help us not to grieve you. Because without you, we are nothing. Without you, we will lose our way in a moment. Without you, we will backslide into the hell from which you delivered us. Without your leadership, without your conviction, without your presence, without you, oh God, we are nothing. You are our only good. Without you, apart from you, we can't do a thing. There is no good thing in our flesh. You told us yourself, there is no good thing in our flesh. God, would you help us to crucify it? And here's the secret. We can't even do it ourselves. We can't even crucify our flesh by ourselves. We can't even pray by ourselves. We can't even understand the word by ourselves. We can't even do anything by ourselves. If it were not Holy Spirit, (laughs) we would be utterly lost in this world. If it were not for the precious Holy Spirit, we would be absolutely without leadership in this world. And how quickly will we tremble and how quickly would we stumble back into the sin from which Christ delivered us without the Holy Spirit's presence. We are like a blank slate. No revelation will come to us without the Holy Spirit. We have no peace without the Holy Spirit's presence. There is no joy, but there is fullness of everything we need when we adopt this lifestyle. But we can't even do that ourselves. We can't even do it ourselves. We can't even do it ourselves. It takes him doing it In us, with us, for us. He's looking for your yes today. That's all he wants. That's all he needs. He just needs your yes. That's all. He knows you can't do it. He knows you're going to fall. He knows you're going to stumble. He knows you're going to mess it up. He just needs you to keep saying yes. 
<laughs> Here's Peter. <laughs> Peter, will you follow me? Yes. Peter, walk on water. Yes. Peter, am I the Christ? Yes. Peter, will you die for me? Yes. And then Peter denies him three times. Peter couldn't do it without the Holy Spirit. That is the issue. That is the common denominator that we do not seem to comprehend. Peter had a will. Peter had a will to do what was right. Jesus, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. He meant it. When he told Jesus, I'll go to prison with you. I'll die for you. He meant it in his flesh. When he said, oh yes, I'm going to walk on water. Yes, I uh, bid me to come. And I come. When he said, I will never deny you. He meant it. The problem was he did not yet have the Holy Spirit and he was ultimately powerless to do what he wanted to do. Paul said, I want to do this, but I can't do it. And the things I don't want to do, I do. Oh, wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this bondage of death? Thanks be to God. Christ Jesus will. It's only through Christ that we can even do what's right. If we could understand our utter dependence on him just for a moment in time, if you could just get a sliver of revelation this morning, just a teensy, weensy, itsy, bitsy, tiny crack of light in your soul to understand that <laughs> you can will all day long to do what's right. You can will to chase after God. You can will whatever it is, holy, godly, perfect. You can will it. All day long. But until the Holy Spirit comes alongside you, you can't do a thing and I can't do a thing. Nothing happens. Nothing changes. He is the one who empowers us. He is the one who infuses us with life. He is the one who wakes us up in the morning. He is the one who strengthens us in our inner man. He is the one who leads us and guides us into all truth. His name is Holy Spirit and he is a person. He's more real than you and me. He is a person. He has emotions. He has a will. He has an intellect. And he loves you. Our lives back in the proper order. And some of you have never heard a prayer like this. Some of you have never heard a message like this. Some of you don't even. It's like, yes, I, your heart is burning within you, but you don't know what to do. Uh, you can't do anything except surrender. You can't do it. You can't do it. You try to walk in the spirit and then you feel condemned because you missed it and the devil comes and beats you up. You try with all of your might to walk in the spirit, but without the spirit's help, you can't even walk in the spirit. You can't even receive the invitation without his signature. Would you help us, Lord, to reverence you, Holy Spirit, and not treat you like a sidekick in the Trinity? Fear of the Father. Oh, we love Jesus. Holy Spirit. Eh. Jesus said, you can mess with me all you want to, but don't you dare. <laughs> don't you dare blaspheme the Holy Ghost. Oh, say what you want about me. Say that I have demons. Call me a false prophet. Tell me I'm working false miracles. He said, don't you dare blaspheme the Holy Ghost. Everything that Jesus did, everything that Christ did in the earth, he did with utter dependence and reliance on the Holy Ghost. He could not have done one miracle. Our beautiful Savior, the Christ, the Son of God, the Lamb of God slain before the foundation of the earth could not have done a miracle had it not been for the Holy Ghost. And yet how quick we are to leave him out of our days, how quick we are to grieve his spirit with our selfish ambition, with our argumentative opinions. 
with our divisive tactics because we got to be number one. We got to compete, be at the top. We don't like that one, how they move. God, forgive us. Jesus, would you just forgive us today and let us start again afresh anew with this new understanding and this new mindset that apart from the Holy Ghost, we're sunk. Peter, Peter, the man who got revelation straight from the throne room. Jesus said, who do men say that I am? Well, some say Elijah, some say John the Baptist, Jeremiah, or one of the other prophets. But who do you say that I am? And of all the disciples, of everyone standing around Christ in that moment, it was Peter who received the revelation. You are the Christ. But he couldn't sustain that lifestyle. He couldn't sustain that revelation. When all hell broke loose, he didn't act like Jesus. He cut off the ear of the servant. He cut off the ear of the centurion. He cut off the guy's ear. And Jesus had to come and clean up behind him and heal the guy. He became one of the greatest preachers the church will ever see. On this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Peter came out, baptized with the spirit, bold. Unwilling to compromise, willing to die for Jesus. He was crucified upside down. The good news is it's never too late for us to start following the Holy Ghost. It's never too late for us to repent and say, I want to live this deeper life. I'm tired of the shallow end, God. I'm tired of the emotional roller coaster, God. I'm tired of it. It's never too late. It's never too late. You can make a decision today. Say, Father, I'm sorry that I grieved your spirit. When your spirit, your spirit is all that I have. He is our only good. Do you hear me? Do you understand the words coming out of my mouth? This is a holy invitation. Peter became one of the greatest ever, but he was also the one that denied Christ three times. Why? Because he had a strong will for God, but he wasn't relying on the Holy Ghost. He couldn't because the Holy Ghost was not yet given. When you first met Christ, you had the opportunity to receive the Holy Ghost immediately. Peter walked with Christ for years, agreeing with his Will, but unable to fully obey because the Holy Spirit was not yet given. You have an opportunity to see a transformed life. You have an opportunity to be free from every times. You have an opportunity to walk in prosperity and healing. John the Beloved said, I would that you would be in health and prosper even as your soul prospers. How will your soul prosper? Do you know what it takes to have a prosperous soul do you understand how to get to that place of soul prosperity it doesn't come in any other way but the Holy Spirit revealing Christ to your heart a little bit more every day it's a process it's a process you won't change as much and fast as you want to but it's a process do you understand it's only by the Holy Spirit that you can even grow he is the one who changes you from the inside out he is the one who convicts you of your sins so that you turn away from it before you grieve the Lord deeply by walking away he is the one who reveals Christ. He is the one who reveals the word. It's a, it's, a, it's a revelation of one man, Jesus Christ. It all points back to him. The Holy Spirit wrote the whole Bible. <laughs> and it all, every bit of it, you can find the story in the life of Christ in every story, everywhere. It's in every type, in every shadow. It is all there. The Holy Spirit wrote the love story. Christ died so you could live it. Ah, the Holy Spirit wrote the love story. Christ died so you could live it. Father, we say yes to you today. Good morning, Holy Spirit. You are, we are utterly dependent upon you. We can't do this apart from you. It's not possible. 
But with Christ, all things are possible. Nothing is impossible with God. And so we can see the soul prosperity that we want to see. And we can see the healing of our heart that we want to see. And we can see the dreams, the desires that God has for us come true right before our very eyes. We can see it all. It just costs something. You can have everything that God has promised you. Every true prophetic word that's been spoken over your life. You can walk in it. Eye has not seen, ear has not heard, nor has ever entered the heart of man the things that God has prepared for you. God's portion for you is not to walk in pain and betrayal and agony and, you know, depression and anxiety and fear and loneliness and whatever it is, the emotional roller coaster that you are on or that you get on and off of, depending on your circumstances, that is not your portion. You can live a life, haha, basha. You don't ever have to lose your peace again. You can live a life of uninterrupted fellowship with the Holy Spirit. You don't ever have to be without a sense of his presence. Not one more minute of your life. But there is a catch. There is a catch. There is a price. In this earth, if we want to live in abundance, we need the Holy Ghost. But there's a price. The gospel was free. Salvation was free. The price of admission to the secret place, it cost you something. Most people don't want to pay the price. Let me just submit this to you. You're paying a price. (laughs) You might as well pay God's price for the abundant life. You're paying a price whether you think you are or not. Happiness or joy or peace do you lose every time the devil gets one up on you. How many days do you sit there and cry and grieve over what you've lost? How much bitterness is in your heart because you didn't learn how to forgive? How many opportunities are you losing out on because your ears are dull and your eyes are blind to what the Holy Spirit is trying so desperately to show you? you, You could be missing out on the best Life you could ever possibly imagine, but you've got to pay a price. You're paying a price now. (laughs) You're going to pay one way or another. You're going to pay one way or another. You're going to pay one way or another. I'd rather pay the Lord's price than the devil's price and the world's price. So, Father, would you help us today? Make us willing to be willing. I know that voice of fear. When you pray a prayer that says, Holy Spirit, you are a good. Lead me to the cross. Order my steps to the foot of the cross and then nail me to it so that I can die. So that Christ can live in me. Not my will, but your will be done. I know the voice. I'm too familiar with the voice that comes after you pray that prayer. I am too familiar with that voice of fear that makes you feel like you're about to lose everything. You're about to be on the street in poverty, no friends, no body, just that is the voice of fear that wants to make you think that if you allow God to do what he wants to do in you and through you and with you, that somehow you're going to take a vow of poverty. Somehow it's going to be horrifying, but that's the deception of the enemy. The reality is... (laughs) When you follow him to the cross and you let him nail you on it and you hold your own funeral and you say, myself died today and Christ is going to live through me. I'm no longer going to be led forth by my own will, but I'm submitting it. I'm surrendering it. I'm abandoning it to God. 
that is where the life of power comes in that moment in that divine exchange when you decide to die so he can live in you for real that's when you start getting revelation like the Apostle Paul got that's when you start having encounters like Enoch had it's when you walk with God not when you have a quick chat with him in the mornings but <laughs> when you walk with him that oh but I'm too busy I got kids in a family I got a full-time ministry doesn't mean you can't walk with God it's an understanding of abiding and only the Holy Spirit can teach you that but I'll tell you this it's a waiting in stillness and quiet on the outside until that waiting produces a quiet in stillness on the inside that is undisturbed by outward circumstances I said it's a waiting it's a stillness and a quiet on the outside until that waiting produces a stillness and a quiet on the inside that you can hear his voice that you're tuned into his frequency you can't practice the presence of God in your flesh there's no formula there's just a scripture to lead you there the Holy Spirit using the Word of God to show you something that you've not seen before so you can go a place where you've not been before and this is why that we must recommit our hearts not to grieve the Holy Spirit this is why when the Holy Spirit is grieved Jennifer can't pray this is why whether I look or see what those of you out there may be saying or doing whether I ever see it with my eyes I know it in my spirit because the Holy Spirit sees it and when he's grieved I'm grieved so father would you help us today never to grieve you and we know we probably will but not intentionally to Lord let our tongues cleave to the roof of our mouth if we can't praise your name as a matter of urgency and if we don't have hours to spend like I did yesterday if you can't sit with God all day long you could give him what you got and he'll use it and he'll multiply it he'll expand it if you are determined to be with him if you have it in your heart to be with him if that is your goal that is your magnificent obsession he will multiply time for you and he will teach you how to abide in him and with him even among a busy day when your heart begins to stray he'll gently pull the reins of your heart back in his direction so father we choose to surrender we choose to surrender and look how the devil is a liar we choose to surrender God in Jesus name amen and amen hallelujah you need to learn who the Holy Spirit is for real a lot of people talk about the Holy Spirit but they don't know him they talk about him but they don't know him they talk about him as if they know him but you can tell when someone really knows the Holy Spirit can't you can't you tell when someone you can tell by how they pray can't you amen but if you want to sow to the ministry today you can do that at jenniferleclair.org slash give you can sow a one-time seed there you can become a partner at jenniferleclair.org slash give cash app is dollar sign Jennifer Leclaire. Venmo Venmo is at Jennifer Leclaire. 
You could use the text to give, 754-701-2161, text the word PRAY. You can use the PayPal, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire, P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. Make sure you get on the mailing list, guys. Text the word PROPHET, P-R-O-P-H-E-T, to 555-888. Angela Stevens-Williams. I'm going to mention this one more time, the walking in the spirit. The, you know, walking in the spirit revolutionized my life. Right now, it's, it, there's a charge for it. Most things we do, we don't charge for. There's a charge for this. It's half price right now. It's half price right now. We didn't put, get, it, get the word out there to you long enough, so it's half price right now. You can sign up for that at schoolofthespirit.tv. Enoch's Secrets to Walking with God. That's on June the 6th. Enoch's Secrets to Walking with God. These things are at jenniferleclair.eventbrite.com. Cast out demons and slay your giants. Another free webinar. All right, guys, I got to go. God bless you. Have a great day. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.